Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Date Me or Hate Me, a podcast all about dating. I just wanted to say happy Thirsty Thursday. I hope that this week has been going really well for you guys. I gotta say, last week kicked my butt. Um, I was in a very, very like low place. I think I was just overwhelmed with like everything going on and everything that has happened this year, which I know like a lot, a lot, a lot of people can relate to. Um, But I just kept telling myself, you know, I needed to try to focus on the positive and, you know, remain positive and kind of pull myself out of this hole that I was in. And it definitely helped like talking to my friends about it, especially one of my really close friends who is going through basically like the same thing that I was and kind of still am anyway. So I think we both really helped each other, like reaching out and just like listening to each other and kind of trying to encourage each other to like keep going and stay positive and things will get better. So I know that, you know, it's still 2020. Things are still a little rough. Um, but things will get better, even though they've been totally, totally horrible. <laughs> I know for a lot of people, they will get better. You will feel better. And I hope that that energy stays and continues on rather than life still kicking you while you're down. And yeah, so definitely feeling a lot better than I was last week. So yeah, I'm excited about this week's episode. It is one that I almost forgot about a little bit, honestly, but is a huge deal in my life. So like, I never really forgot about it, but I was also kind of like, I think it's time to record this one. And it was really hard to pick a title for it, but I think the rebound with like quotation marks is kind of the best way to like sum it all up because it's very complicated and long and I think that kind of like encompasses a good portion of like the main message that the relationship was for me in my like recent dating life news um I have been going on some dates not really focused a lot on the dating apps right now honestly um hopefully won't have to focus on them too hard anymore but I'm not gonna get ahead of myself I'm just enjoying my time which I recommend everyone do is just enjoy the time for what it is you never know what will work out or what won't best to not have any expectations but don't like think negatively before anything negative happens either so just kind of you know enjoy the ride enjoy where you are in your dating process with that person and yeah just see how it evolves naturally I think that's the best way to be and like I'm gonna be the first to say I'm not always the type of person 
to live up to that advice because I'm definitely like a hopeless romantic at heart who like once things are going well like a few dates in I'm like already thinking about oh like what if this works out in the future and what if yada yada so like not that I would never be like hopeful for something like that but I'm just kind of like slowing myself down from daydreaming too much and just trying to be in the present and enjoy the time especially you know the way the world is now you just have to enjoy the time that you have and that's what I'm doing so yeah dating wise it has been pretty good not gonna lie um I will say I feel like I have been receiving a lot of like things that I was lacking in my last relationship. So that's been like really nice. But of course, I'm also, you know, cautious of the things that could pop up. And that probably will pop up because nobody's perfect. And I don't assume anybody to be you shouldn't either. But yeah, so I guess you could say I'm just trying to enjoy life at this point all around just trying to be happy being a good mental state being a good like positive attitude definitely should probably get more into like my health and fitness where I was but you know baby steps it will happen and yeah so now that I've like blabbed on as I always do let's dive into this week's episode called the rebound ah yes the rebound one of the age-old terms when it comes to relationships we all know what they are you know the person you talk to after you've been emotionally destroyed by another person I say that jokingly but rebounds can go either way they can be good sometimes they work out and you're like that's your person and then other times they don't work out and a lot of times the person who is you know the victim in the rebound gets hurt because they're basically being used emotionally physically both some one you know one way or another so you know they're complicated as is everything in relationships this you know, comes to no surprise that these situations are complicated. And once we get out of a bad relationship or even just a relationship that wasn't working out, we, we look forward to meeting the next person and having the next experience. And some, you know, want to have that experience sooner than others. I personally don't think that affects you know if it's a rebound or not I mean I think anybody directly after the person you dated is technically in my eyes a rebound and I guess maybe that's why I say they can go good or bad whereas like I think most people might classify a rebound as a bad thing or like a just a casual whatever after a relationship so maybe I'm different and maybe I'm weird but to me when I think rebound I'm thinking you're rebounding off one relationship to the next one 
So that could be good or bad. Like it could work out. It could not work out. And that's my thought. But I do realize that, you know, some people would just view a rebound as like something casual that they had after a serious relationship. Like, you know, they were just using the person for what they were looking for at the time. So if you don't agree with my rebound, like term, definition, what have you, I'm sorry. That's just how I see it. And that's how I'm going to see it for this episode. So my rebound story, just as like a little tidbit before we get started on it, because it's pretty long, so I won't make this too long as well. But it was a very long, I guess, rebound, as you could say, in the end of it. Um, And it actually like opened my eyes to relationships and like attraction and love and feelings I had all these feelings I felt like I never had before and so I don't think my rebound was bad but then again if you're here I feel like even like the bad stuff that I go through Yeah, at the time, it's, like, not great at all. But everything teaches you a lesson. You learn from everything. I don't have any regrets, you know, of the people I've, like, dated or met or anything. Like, everyone has taught me something. So this rebound is a little tricky. I know that some rebounds for other people might not be. You know, sometimes it's just an instance right after a breakup and you just need somebody there. I think, you know, if you're going to use somebody in that way to at least let them know where you are. Like, I don't think anybody's going to be like, Hey, I just got out of a relationship and I'm just going to use you emotionally or physically or both. And, you know, then I'm just going to be done. But, you know, you can, you can let them know up front, you know, like, hey, I just got out of this relationship. Like, emotionally, I might be in, like, a different place or, you know, I'm going to have to take it really slow or I'm looking for something a little more casual. Like, let's just hang out and, like, enjoy each other's company or, you know, kind of like the first ones I'd mentioned. If you're still looking for a relationship, just let them know that, like, you are a little bit damaged, but you're healing. And I've recently come across a lot of, you know, tweets and stuff. I love Twitter about you always hear how people tell you, you know, you need to heal yourself before you're in a relationship. Yeah, that's great. But nobody is ever fully healed. And I don't think you should have to stop yourself from being in a relationship because you're not healed from something. Now, like, if you don't know how to act in a relationship, yeah, you don't need to be in one. Like, that's not to say that, you know, if you can't treat somebody the way they need to be treated, then, yeah, go ahead and still be in a relationship. No, like, healing and, like, the way you treat people are not... They don't go together. Like, you can have one without the other. So, or you can, you know, still be healing and treat people decently. You could think that you're healed and treat people like crap. You know, it's just, anyway, before I get on like another spiel. Yeah, so 
maybe I'm just different the way I think, but that's how I feel about rebounds. I don't know if I'm alone in the world, but that's just my take on it. So we're going to dive into my rebound story and then we will get your guys' feedback and talk about that. Let's do it. So we have to go way back for the story. Back to the cheater because this was my cheater rebound. So as you heard in the cheater episode, my friends came and picked me up, yada, yada. So I ended up living with my friends who came to pick me up. And to try to like perk me up, they told me to download this new dating app. And I bet we all know what this new dating app was. Well, back then it was new. And back then it was Tinder. Not really what it is today, but honestly, like, side note, being back on Tinder, like, it's really not as bad as I thought it was. Maybe I'm just making better choices because there's definitely still some questionable things I see but not match with. But that's besides the point. So anyway, I'm on Tinder. And I'm swiping. And I'm like, this is weird. Like... I'm going to meet up with a stranger that doesn't seem very safe, but you know, I'm going to be smart about it. So scrolling, 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 swiping, 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 I mean, and come across this guy and he is literally beautiful. He was like, if I could build physically like the perfect guy, he looked like it. And he went to a college close by. So he wasn't like super, super close. He didn't go to my same college, but he wasn't very far away. And I was like, okay, like this is the one I want to meet. And so I grabbed my little like exacto knife, like my box cutter threw it in my purse. Cause you know, safety and went and met him at Olive Garden. I still remember our date at Olive Garden and he does too mostly because he's like, how did I let you convince me to go there? And I was like, you know, salad and breadsticks, you can't go wrong. Um, so yeah. And this is by the way, when I was like 22, so like eight years ago, which is actually like insane now that I say that out loud. Um, but yeah, so we're close to eight. No. Wow. What am I? I'm not eight yet. Seven. Okay. Can't math. But anyway. Um, so yeah. And then it was like really great. He wasn't a catfish, which I was like bonus points. And then we just kept talking. And this was also pretty close after I broke up with the cheater boyfriend. So it was around like Christmas time and we hung out. I think like another time before he went home to Northern Virginia for Christmas and spent time with his family. But like the whole time we were, you know, in communication. And so, yeah, things just started going really well from there. I would go visit him and then he would come visit me. At that time, I was still in the apartment with my ex-boyfriend, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah, so it actually started before I moved in with my friends. Wow, you would think I'd get my story straight before I just start rambling, but sorry guys, you know the you know the deal here. Um, so yeah, but he was always a little bit afraid 
to come to my place because he was a little worried my boyfriend or ex-boyfriend would show up. And I was like, no, like he, he ruined that very, very much so. But I don't know, I guess he had been hurt in a way where he was like, you know, kind of always thought I was going to end up going back to my boyfriend. And I get where he was coming from because me and the boyfriend at the time lived together, which is a big step. So I can get where he was coming from. But I've also, until the toxic ex-boyfriend was never somebody who would like go back to an ex. So like once I was done, I was done. And actually this rebound guy might be also one of the people that I could never like get rid of until I was like fully done done. So actually maybe the rebound started that. He kind of is like the core of everything. But so yeah, it was going really great. And then we still kept hanging out, kept hanging out. And then I wanted to commit to him. Like I wanted us to actually date and be a couple. And even though he was like giving me the vibes that he wanted to do that, he was afraid to commit. And part of that was because he was trying to go to school, trying to transfer to a school in South Florida. Hint, hint, wink, wink. And he was afraid to just like commit and have to do long distance. So I like got that, but I was still, you know, hurt from my ex cheating on me. And I was still, you know, hurt now that I was being rejected by this guy that I thought really liked me and like we were on the same page, like equally good, you know, chemistry and connection. And so I was still hanging out with him. But I was also, you know, keeping my options open because I'm like, okay, he doesn't want to like commit so I can date other people, which then he got jealous when he found out that I was dating other people and then would like occasionally go on dates with other people too, just to like kind of rub it in my face. Um, So obviously not the like most healthy, but then again, we were also like a lot younger than we are now and... I mean, people still do that stuff even at my age or older, but you know, when you're younger, you know, you're, you haven't gone through as much stuff, so you don't have the experience. People can tell you, like, I can sit here and tell you all day, you know, my experiences, what I think, but you're going to do you and that's what you should do. I just would hope to try to help you maybe a little bit if you ever got in a situation like mine, help you maybe like realize a little sooner, but like, Sometimes we have to go through things in order to learn the lessons we need to learn in life. So, yeah, back to the story. So, yeah, and we hung out up until he moved to Florida. So, he did make the move to Florida. And I saw him once or twice, I think, when he came back to town, which is kind of crazy because he lived in Northern Virginia. So, when he came back to town, he would come down to, like, Richmond and you know spend a little bit of time with me and I remember one time we were like out eating and he was telling me about like his girlfriend that he had in Florida and I was like that's really nice like I'm glad like I was glad he was happy 
Um, but then of course he tried to be like, she's just like you, but she's nicer. And I was like, "Mm, well, I don't know what to say. Uh, so yeah, then when me and my best friend went down to South Florida and she decided to go to school in Florida and I decided to move with her to go to school in Florida, he, you know, had found out that I also ended up in Florida. And now as far as like initially going to Florida, he did not influence that decision. Honestly, what influenced me moving to Florida was going to visit our friend down in Miami and spending like a week with her, like right before we actually moved, like a few months and just like the vibes, like it's sunny, the palm trees, you it's like just puts you in a better mood. So you know, I was set on that after going on that trip because this that was also like two years after this man had moved down to Florida himself. So I did not move to Florida for him. I just want to clear the air for that. But he did find out that we were in Tallahassee. And so he came to visit because he had broken up with his girlfriend. I think it was only like a brief thing that he had broken up with her because we had only hung out a few times. But he drove from South Florida all the way up to Tallahassee, which is six hours. It's a six-hour drive and spent the weekend with me. And it was honestly like just like it had been when we were kind of like an item back in the day. Like we just hung out. We hung out by the pool. Like just the vibes were the same as when I'd first met him and when things were really good. Then the next like month, he was still broken up with his girlfriend and we were still talking. So I drove all the way to South Florida from Tallahassee to spend the weekend with him and brought my dog with me. And I had my dog too back when I first met him and he didn't hate her but she's a lot to handle. So am I. She's a small dog. He just would get a little bit frustrated with her from time to time. But I brought her with me and had a few too many drinks when him and I went to the beach. And he had to take care of my dog. And he did a great job. And I was like, see, I know you don't really hate her deep down. But I think he just cared about me. And she was like attached to me. So he did what he needed to do. Um, however, a few weeks, I think after the trip to see him, he wasn't really like trying to plan another one. And I think eventually he had gotten back with his girlfriend, like the same one from before. So that is when things I think like really started dying down for me because I was like, look, it's been like, it had been like three or four years since I initially met this guy. And I was like, it's just not, it's not the same anymore. Like he has this like on and off girlfriend. I'm not trying to be like just this like in between thing. Like, yeah, the times were really good when we were together, but I was like, we still also live six hours away. And like, now that I'm saying all this out loud, maybe I was like the rebound to him, to his girlfriend when him and her broke up. Um, But yeah, so maybe it was like this weird like matrix like twilight zone. Um, 
But yeah, so after that, like things had died down. My feelings that were once like super intense for him, which in the beginning they were really intense. Like I honestly thought that I didn't know love until I had met him. But I think I just lusted after him so much. And like he spent like the quality time with me. He was like finally giving me the like love and affection that I had wanted with my cheating ex-boyfriend. Like he hyped me up. He just like made me feel so special. And that's what I had been missing. So I don't know if that like blinded me or like what it was or if it was love. You know, at this point, I'm like, what is love? Because there's just so many levels and like different shades and sizes and shapes. And so, oh, but going back, So right before, I need to insert this back up into the story. Um, Right before he moved away, we, like, had, like, ended things. And I wanted, like, some of my stuff back from him. Because we were hanging out so much. I had, like, a toothbrush at his house and, like, stuff to get ready. Because I would go to work from his house sometimes. So I was like, can you just, like, bring my stuff back? Like, it was not, like, a mean thing or anything, but so I remember he brought my stuff, and then he, like, texted me and was like, hey, like, make sure to share with your roommates, because at that point, I was living with my friends, and I was like, share what? Like, you brought me back a toothbrush and, like, a hairbrush and some, like, hair gel. Like, I'm you really want me to share that with them? And so he had left my stuff like on the porch. So I go downstairs and I look on the porch. He had brought me a dozen cupcakes from like Carytown Cupcakes, which if you're a Richmonder VA person, you know, some good cupcakes. So he brought me a dozen cupcakes from the store because he had knew he knew before that I liked cupcakes and had brought me some before like really nice ones. So, I mean, that was like super cute. I think that was like honestly at the time the freaking cutest thing that anyone had done for me like even the cheater guy never did anything to like that level and like just him doing it when we like weren't even on that good of terms I was just like oh that's like really cute but anyway so yeah I stopped talking to him but throughout this whole time he always mentioned you know, St. Pete, he's like, I've heard really good things about St. Petersburg, Florida. And I was just like, yeah, okay, whatever. Like, I never really like, was super interested in him saying those things. It's just kind of like a random thing that he would say, because he didn't live in St. Pete, he lived like further south. So I was like, okay, you like this place? Like, why don't you move there? And then when my time was coming up in Tallahassee, I was like, crap, I don't really want to move back to Virginia, but I don't know where to go in, you know, Florida. I was going to go to like Fort Lauderdale area, but I was like, I don't know. Like, at least I know somebody down there, but I don't know if that's like the hundred percent right spot for me. Cause that's where I kind of like fell in love with Florida anyway. You know, I do like being around a lot of stuff and Tallahassee, if you know, is like middle of nowhere, basically, even though it's the capital and Fort Lauderdale just had more of the stuff that I wanted. It's close to like Miami, close to like everywhere else. Um, 
But then when I was still in Tallahassee, some of my friends were like, you know, come to Gasparilla. It's in Tampa. And I'd heard about Tampa. And I was just like, okay. And so I came down with my friends and ended up going just to like see St. Pete. I was like, hey, I've heard about like St. Pete. Like, what is it like? And then ended up like going around. And I was like, wow, yeah, this is really nice. So honestly, I think Rebound Guy is the reason I ended up in St. Pete. And he was so right. It is so nice here. I have been here for three years now. So thanks to him for that for sure. But it's just really funny that he had mentioned it and then I ended up here. And like same with the Florida thing, like he never really like influenced it. I didn't move here for him or I would have moved exactly where he was. But it's just funny how it kind of guided me here as it like guided me through the crap that I was dealing with in my life and, you know, showed me a lot of things. Like it showed me what I was looking for from somebody. Not everything, obviously, but it showed me a lot of the things that I was looking for in a partner that I didn't have with the cheating guy and that I really realized that I needed to feel fulfilled in a relationship. And it definitely wasn't the most healthy relationship, but I learned so much from it. It was like the longest like off and on random thing of my whole life. Um, because even when I first moved to St. Pete, like he would occasionally reach out and be like, I miss you, you know, typical, like not good for you guy behavior. Um, but he even reached out when I first moved to St. Pete and, you know, we were just cordial. Of course he would like try to throw in his normal, like miss you, blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, you know, look like that ship has sailed Like, surprisingly, it has sailed. It was on the ocean for quite some time, but it is gone, buddy. Off in the horizon. And, yeah, so I also actually, like, we don't really keep in touch, but I went down to his neck of the woods to work a, um, an event and just let him know. I was like, hey, like, I know I haven't talked to you in a while, It'd be nice to, like, just catch up as, like, friends. I'm in the area. And we actually met up, I think it was, like, February of this year. And just, like, had dinner and talked about, like, life. Like, he looks so different now. And I, you know, look so different. And, like, life is just different. He's still with the girl that he has been with this whole time. And, like, they need to get married. (laughs) soon. I feel like it's been forever, but yeah. So we're like cordial, but not, you know, not the level we were before at all. It's kind of just like a friend thing. And it's kind of like a very, actually I would say more like acquaintance just because we don't have like active friend communication. But like, if he was like, Hey, I'm in the area, I'd be like, Oh, let's go get coffee or something but definitely not, you know, on the same level. And I met a few of his friends back when we first started dating long ago, obviously. And one of them, you know, he's always been a great guy. We've always kind of had similar, you know, like here and there contact, but he actually came down 
not that long ago to shoot a music video, which if you follow me like on my personal Instagram, you probably saw me posting about it. He's an awesome guy, an awesome rapper. So when he told me he was in town and like wanted me to be in his music video, I was like, heck yes, sign me up. So I'll actually have to like link his um, Instagram and stuff so you guys can take a listen if you want to. Great guy. And so it's just kind of funny, you know, like always kept in touch-ish with him. And then when he got to come down here, it was good to see him again. Like we always had a good time when we were all hanging out and... Yeah, so I know that was kind of all over the place. You know me. I'm just all over the place. But so that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think all rebounds are bad. He was definitely a rebound after my ex. But, I mean, if life had gone a different way, like, we would have dated. We could have ended up together and been together until now. Like, you just never know. Life does what it wants to do. So... I don't regret anything. I learned a lot. Like I said, I learned, I think, what I wanted. I learned that, you know, nothing is super simple and easy. And sometimes it's hard to let go of things, especially when you have a such strong connection to them. And maybe you don't have to fully let go. You can still be friends. You can still, you know, keep up with each other and say hey whenever you're in town and they might help guide you to where you're supposed to be in life like I definitely think he helped me get to where I am right now I I don't think I would be probably even in Florida or you know the type of person I am now without him because he really did show me like the love and affection that I wanted for so long and you know, gave me that expectation for men in the future. Sorry, guys. But yeah, so I, that whole situation is complicated and well, was complicated and messy and, but it was good. It was beautiful at the same time, which I feel like a lot of relationships can be anyway. So yeah, that's my my rebound story. And I say that, you know, in quotes because he was a rebound, but it was a huge part of my life. It was very significant to me. He would be a huge chunk of a book if I wrote a book instead of doing a podcast. And I could go like on and on if my brain would allow me to talk about him But I just really wanted you guys to hear, you know, the part about him being the rebound and how it was because I feel like rebounds have such a negative, you know, connotation to them a lot of the time because like I mentioned, like a lot of times people are just using people after being emotionally hurt and things like that to, you know, build themselves back up and then they just leave the person high and dry. And like, it doesn't have to be like that. Like, and you shouldn't be doing that to people. Like, that is the instance where people tell you, you know, like, take some you time, like be alone, like work on yourself because you shouldn't be draining somebody and just leaving them out in the middle of nowhere. Like you can still heal though and be with somebody if you are are in the mindset that you want to be with them and you're not going to treat them like garbage. 
like yeah things happen like people get in arguments things like that but like there's a difference between (laughs) treating somebody like crap and you know just having you know a disagreement so don't give rebounds such a bad rap they can be good some people even end up like together forever married to their rebound so I don't want to hear any back sass and now let's get into your guys feedback on the rebound all right so let's see what you guys had to say in regards to the rebound I didn't ask too many questions just because like I said like it's all different for everybody so I just really asked one question and then kind of let you guys send me in what you wanted to like hear discuss talk about so the one question poll that I did was have you ever had a rebound and 71% said yes and 29% said no so that ended up being 17 or 17 people said yes and only seven said no which is like seven seven there's a lot of sevens here like 77 people viewed it too like what okay sorry I just like things like that like it's it's a lot of sevens I'm looking at but yeah so you know that isn't I guess it's not like super surprising like I feel like that's pretty normal actually okay maybe it is a little surprising that that many people have not had a rebound but maybe that's just because I think of like (laughs) the person you date after you date someone else is a rebound but maybe they've been single maybe not you know there's always those you know what ifs to it but yeah so I mean it is surprising ish but not and like I said in the beginning everyone's at least heard about a rebound like it's a known term So, yeah. In my definition, I feel like everyone's probably had a rebound unless you haven't had a relationship. But in other people's definition, maybe they're thinking about it as, like, the, you know, horrible one that I talked about where you're just, like, using somebody and leaving them out in the rain to to be upset. So then I asked, any rebound stories or questions you would like to share? So the first person says, never, ever do it to spite or one up an ex and I sent them a dm and this is so important like kind of like in my rebound story like when I started dating other people because he told me he didn't want to commit to me and then he started doing it to like try to like hit me where it hurt like granted it did just because I cared about him enough to want to be committed to him but then again like we weren't together so I couldn't be upset about it but the like never go out and like rebound with somebody just to hurt your ex or the person that hurt you like you hear it all the time people being like oh he like cheated on me so I went and like you know hung out with his best friend or like yada yada like things like that or like you know he told me not to worry about this girl and he ended up with her like and vice versa like don't go and do something just to hurt the other person because one that is never going to work out the way that you have it in your crazy little mind like that's not gonna make them be like oh 
they started hanging out with my best friend and like doing who knows what, like I want to be with them again. Like, no. And plus, even if for some crazy reason they do come back to you, you have like totally destroyed any foundation that you had of like trust and like, you know, mainly trust, but you have just like destroyed that. And it is going to be incredibly hard to come back from that because you did something just to spite them, just to hurt them emotionally, personally, that type of stuff is a surefire way for me to not want to talk to you ever again. Like you are going out of your way to do something to me just to be crappy. Like that's not okay. And even if you're doing that, you're not thinking about the person you're using to hurt your ex or the person you were with. You're not thinking about their feelings because yeah, like you're just hanging out with them because to get back at them, but they're also a person with feelings and they can establish feelings for you. And then whenever you're done using them to get what you want, you just totally throw them to the curb. And that is so wrong. So yeah, I a hundred percent agree. Never ever have a rebound to just spite or like one up or hurt the person that you were with before. Next person said, wanted to know rebounds that you've regretted in a way that you knew you wouldn't go back to an ex. And I was like a little bit confused there. And I'm still a little bit confused, honestly. So let me see if like I can figure it out. Like I... I asked for a little more details, but I don't think I really got it. So let me read that one more time to maybe process it. I guess they're asking rebounds that I've regretted in a way that knew that you knew you couldn't go back to an ex. Well, okay. I get, I think this question just doesn't pertain to me at all anyway, because I don't regret anything have always made the right decisions? Definitely 100% not, but don't regret any of them. And like I said, like I, I don't really see rebounds as like a bad thing. Like sometimes they're not the best. Like I'm sure like someone has used me as a rebound before and I just like didn't know because a lot of times you don't know until you like see it, like see them back with their ex or something or, you know, on to the next person and whatever it can be hard to spot now that I think about it in general unless somebody like kind of tells you or they go back to their ex because if they just move on you're like oh they're just moving on but maybe they're rebounding from you the world may never know um so no like I one like I said I never usually like try to get an ex back like that's not my normal behavior and like I guess because I didn't really like officially date like boyfriend and girlfriend the rebound guy even though it was definitely that type of relationship most of the time that we were together I like maybe that's why I got back with him and then like the only other person I've wanted to get back with after I broke up was my toxic ex-boyfriend and like I that's just for like 
really toxic reasons, obviously. But for the most part, if I'm done with somebody, like, I'm done, no hard feelings. Like, even if you screwed me over, like, I will get over it. Like, it's just too much to hold on to and be mad about something for so long when, like, live your life. Like, yeah, they hurt you. You got them out of your life. They can't do that anymore unless you let them back in which I have learned that lesson for the most part, but people still make mistakes. People still do random things and they shouldn't be shunned for that. So, you know, no regrets, no going back to any exes. They're an ex for a reason unless things have changed. And unless you want to go down that road again, by all means, but you can't be surprised if the same thing happens again. And next We have a story. They said, after a three-year relationship, I rebounded and ended up in a toxic relationship. So, I think, depending on how your, like, three-year relationship ended, that's really rough. Like, I mean, if your three-year relationship ended a little messy and complicated and then you got thrown into a toxic relationship, like, I'm so sorry. That seems like a lot to handle, like, emotionally. Because a lot of times, too, you're not all the way emotionally there during a rebound. But you can still be heading in the right direction. And then if you, you know, aren't fully there emotionally going into the rebound and now you're in a toxic relationship that can just like really tear you down and so I'm really sorry that happened to you but you know if your three-year relationship ended kind of on a mutual note then you don't really have as much trauma from that one going into now this like traumatic toxic relationship it doesn't make it good at all by any means I'm still so sorry that that happened to you but I guess that would be like the better of the two evils. Um, and I was actually talking to somebody today. I do think everyone sadly has to experience a toxic relationship and it doesn't even have to be like romantic. Like it can be platonic. It can be, you know, in your family, it can be with your friends, but like everyone has to kind of like go through that. Unfortunately, I think to like see the red flags and like to see, like, how not to be treated and, like, how not to mess with people and hurt them. So I'm really sorry you dealt with that again for, like, the millionth time because that is crappy, and I hope that your relationships have been better since then. I also know that toxic relationships are hard to, like, crawl out of as well. So if you're still working on, you know, staying away from the toxic relationship, it will get better, I promise. Next, someone said we could do a duo podcast sharing experiences. I told him probably another episode. And then next, we have a story. The ex broke up with me on Christmas Eve of last year, so I started hooking up with a coworker she hated. And that, boys and girls, is what we talked about in the very first comment that I read by you guys. Is that, like... Okay, at the time, that will make you feel good because you're mad. You're mad at that ex for breaking up with you, especially around the holidays, like on the holidays. Like that is really crappy. You would think that people can at least wait till not the holidays or your birthday or whatever. I mean, I know it's not good to like 
wait, but it wouldn't kill somebody to wait a few days for it to not be Christmas <laughs> to break up with somebody. I mean, I'm sure she did that to some extent to, you know, hurt you a little bit as well. And I get why you would want to do something to hurt her back. However, I'm sure you can agree, maybe not though, that it probably wasn't the best decision in the long run because it never really like, it's not going to fully fulfill the hurt that you are experiencing. Yeah. At the moment you'll be like, oh, I'm like, you know, doing something that I know she would make her so mad, but it's like, okay, yeah, you do it. Yeah. She's mad. Like, what do you get? Just satisfaction for like a day. Like, you're not going to be satisfied for the rest of your life that you, you know, hooked up with somebody that your ex hated. Like, yeah, briefly satisfied, sure. Like, in the long run, no. And I don't think you'll look back and regret it. Hopefully not. Hopefully you don't have any regrets either. But I highly discourage this type of behavior. Like, do what you want, but I don't think it's going to get you what you want. Honestly, if something like that happens, it's best to just kind of move forward and like hope for a positive rebound rather than a negative one. Next up, they said, my much younger naive years, I was the rebound and it was short-lived but hurtful. And this is kind of like what I was talking about earlier is that like, yeah, you're doing something to try to hurt the person that you were just with. But you have to think about the person that you are using for this vengeance or whatever you want to call it. Like, they have feelings too. You're going to end up hurting them. And, like, I think at the time maybe you don't care as much about hurting someone else because you're just, like, emotionally ruined. And you just want to cause pain to the person who caused you pain. And that's, like, a normal human response for sure. But that doesn't mean that it's the right thing to do. I think people need to take a step back and like realize that you don't want to use somebody else to hurt the person that you're looking for because you're going to end up hurting everyone in the process. You're going to end up hurting the person you're using. You're going to end up hurting the ex, maybe, Like, maybe not. Like, they might have been moved on and not even care as much. And even if they do care, again, it's going to be short-lived. And you're going to hurt yourself because, like, yeah, you might feel good in the, like, brief moment where you, you know, hurt the person you're trying to hurt. But, like, it's not going to last. And it's not going to fill the void that you're trying to fill with this, like, hatred or, you know, this evil doing you know what I'm trying to say. So I'm really sorry that that happened to you. I'm really sorry that you were the person that got used in a rebound to like hurt somebody else or, you know, that it didn't last as long because you guys were on different levels or pages. So again, I'm so sorry. I know I messaged you and you said it was a long time ago, but that stuff still sticks around. So I hope that you've grown from it and that you've learned from it. And I hope that the people who did that to you have as well. And next, which is the last, they said, drank a whole bottle of wine at her apartment, slept there until 4 a.m., got scared and left. Uh, 
well, hey, I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing. Like, I think it sounds like you were going into it, like, ready to, like, do the rebound thing, like, the classic rebound. And then, you know, you thought about it, and it kind of really wasn't what you really wanted to do. And then you left, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. Like, if anything, like, that's admirable that you, like, took time to, like, think more about it and realize that it's not what you wanted to do. Like, that could save a lot of people some heartache or, you know some decisions they might not like as much as the other decisions or if you do regret things in your life then maybe it could have led to something you regret so you know I admire that you did that I admire that you know you even though you got scared and like left and that might seem you know in the moment like oh my god like what the heck just happened like that means you thought about it and that means you like took other things into consideration And, you know, you're not going to get put through something that you weren't meant to get put through. So maybe that was like the universe being like, skirt, yeah, nope, you don't need to be doing that. So you should probably get scared and leave. Um, So yeah, I don't know if maybe I like am seeing it totally different, but that's how I see that. And I actually see it as a good thing. So yeah. And that is basically everything from you guys. So let's get some final thoughts and wrap up this episode. So I think we've kind of hit on a lot of the key points here. You know, I don't think all rebounds are bad. I think if you're going to do a rebound, you need to keep into consideration the other person's feelings that you're now meeting and be, you know, as open about where you're at and to not use them to not like blatantly hurt them to hurt someone else. And yeah, maybe like looking at rebounds as something that can be good will be better for everyone. I mean, like I said, you could rebound and end up in your next and final relationship. Like, I don't think it's necessarily means, you know, rebound equals hurting someone else to hurt the person you're trying to hurt. Like, yeah, that's what I think we hear about the most or like people using other people just to like fulfill a void that they have. And I don't think it necessarily has to be that way. I think a rebound can be something that we get into maybe not as whole as we would like to be, but we learn a lot along the way. Almost as much as like relationships teach us because every time we meet somebody like there's definitely something that can be learned from that person that's what I believe at least and hopefully you guys learn some things from me hopefully you don't just like put me on as some like background music to just hear somebody talk even though I have gotten a lot of comments about doing like ASMR videos which maybe I should look into but on a real note I hope that you know this episode helps you in any way. I hope that, you know, you maybe think twice before doing like a hurtful rebound. And I hope that you think that maybe a rebound can lead to something good. It's just best to be, you know, open-minded. Like I said in the beginning, no real expectations, but hopeful for the best. So I hope you guys have a fantastic Thirsty Thursday drink one for me. I might have a little bit of wine later, you know, 
treat yourself and i will see you guys in two weeks and have a happy holiday